All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're watching Leafs Morning Tape. With host Nick Alberga and former NHLer Jay Rosehill. The show starts now. All right, presented by Batano, it's time for the Friday edition of Leafs Morning Take. Nick Alberga and Jay Rosa with you after another 4-1 Maple Leafs victory on the road. And I won't lie, we're eerily close to doing a first on this show ever. We're going to have your wife break down this game, Rosa. <laughs> she came down to chat with the fellas pre-show here and uh, somehow it got to order of hotness on the Maple Leafs uh, <laughs> 1 to 22 or whatever. Well, as the acting producer of this show, it was either that or have her break down a Justin Hole shift from last year. I wanted to savor the pain. What is he doing? Why is he over there? He looks confused is probably what would come out of her mouth. Dude, having a good year. We documented this the other day, and it's funny how we talked about it on this show, and then it went viral on social media. I don't know if you saw that. No, I did not. Did it really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shit. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking about Justin Hall and his plus minus, how it was a world beating number to start the year. And then next thing you know, everybody's talking about Justin Hall and his impressive start, I guess, with Detroit. Speaking of impressive, I knew you were all over this last night. So after the Leafs game, I tune into the Lakers game. Uh, LeBron and the Lakers end up winning. I think the underlying story in that game was the fact that half of Phoenix's roster was out. But nevertheless, LeBron wins a game. So that's going to be the story. And after the game, in his post game, he refers to himself as one of the greatest of all time. Would you ever hear Connor McDavid oh. or Austin Matthews somebody speak like that? Sidney Crosby, yeah, he's known to say that all the time. Crosby has like gifted child tattooed across his chest, and then the chosen one tattooed across his back, doesn't he? Crosby's got yeah, that. I think so. Am I, I mixing so. that up with somebody else? What a yeah. dickhead that guy is! I can't stand him. Oh my god, I can't stand him, man. Like Jordan, 
Jordan just talks about what he needs to do next, what he needs to do next, what he needs to do next. And then LeBron just talks about, I'm, I'm the chosen one. I'm King James. Uh, King James doesn't do this. King, he's such a loser, man. Such a loser. I just can't. I could care less what he does on the court, even though what he did on the court was like lose like five times in a row and then have to join a super team to finally get one. But I could care less. It's who are you as a person and your character. And that guy's got none of it. What a loser. I love your ongoing beef. For those of you first-time listeners or watchers this year, Rosie hates LeBron James, and he'll go on these like random, random tangents about LeBron James and how he hates him. So today's one of those games. And I'll be honest, I mean, I teed you up for this. I will say, too, like I hate LeBron's body language. Again, you wouldn't see this in the NHL, like McDavid after his teammate has a bad shift or his goalie lets in a bad goal. Very seldom do you see reaction from the bench or from anybody. But every time a, a teammate makes a bad play or misses a shot, it's like the end of the world for LeBron, man. Oh, man, he's... Everything about him just speaks awful, selfish, totally self-absorbed garbage asshole, man. He uh, would yell at his teammates, would roll his eyes, would get mad when he doesn't have... He's all drama queen. Oh, I'm cramping. I need a stretcher. Like, everything about the guy, I cannot stand. He's such a loser, so self-absorbed. I suppose the closest thing to it is like this whole chase of Gretzky for Alex Ovechkin. I don't know how many Capitals games you've watched this year. I know you watched one the other night against the Maple Leafs, but it's Operation Get Over the Puck, man. <laughs> like they're so shit and it's Operation Get Over the Puck. And I love this celebration on that goal against Toronto. That game was over. It's still celebrated because he knew he was one goal closer to Gretzky, but I think he's a lot <laughs> to do that. Backdoor tap in big celly, but uh, it, um, I don't know. It, it, it when when that came out that he was close, everyone's like, "What are you talking about?" And then people are crunching the numbers, and it's like, I don't know. What's he got to do? Average thirty something at the time for X 71. amount of years. Needs seventy one, I think. That's what he needs. Fuck, man. That's he's close. Like and, I don't know. Now, season away. He has a slow start to like six, seven games. Like it was an afterthought, like that he's gonna get it as of I don't know the beginning of the season. Now people yeah. are like oh, starting to say, I don't know if he's gonna get it. He's gonna have to fall off pretty hard, man. I think he's got a lot in him. Um, what is he? 38, probably 37, yeah. 38. Yeah. I think, uh, I think he's going to do it just cause he had a slow start. Like you said, they're going to be feeding him the biscuit. What do you have? 14 shots against the Leafs. I've That's never cool. even heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. They're really bad. And, and Ovechkin's chase of history will be, uh, very unique to, to document over the next couple of years for sure. But rest assured, if you know anything about Alex Ovechkin, he will stay till he's 65 until he gets that record. What up to everybody in the chat today? It's Friday. Feeling good about life. I'm clean shaven. I got a costume coming up tonight. I'm going to a Halloween party, so that's why I'm clean shaven. Uh, I'll post a picture on the show coming up on Monday, so you'll see the full attire, what I'm uh, putting together. I think I've told Rosie and producer Aaron behind the scenes, but uh, I'll bring a picture for Monday. I'll tell you about the party as well. I'll tell you how many women stayed away from me at the party as well. So that's coming up. Is that just in general or because of your costume? A bit of both, to be honest. (laughs) A bit of both, yeah. It's okay. Right on. I'm looking forward to it. I'll send you a picture of uh, us hosting Halloween on Tuesday and just the trick-or-treaters. Mine's probably going to be less exciting than yours. Yeah, I don't know. It depends. It depends what you're going for. I mean, I do love candy. I do love chips. I love covered bridge chips. So uh, all's good in the hood here at the Leafs Nation 401, where you could subscribe. Uh, search Leafs Morning Take wherever you find your podcast as well. I should mention another special guest on today's show in about 15 minutes, the one and only Jackie Redmond's going to drop by, Rosie. Jacqueline, always a good guest. She is good at what she does, and she seems to be everywhere, all over social media and our feed. She is a workhorse. Monster Lease fan as well, and rest assured, Rosie will bring up at least once in that interview how kind he was to her in the dressing room. 
Yes. Hey, that was her. Can't yeah. Can't fault she did. me, man. Factual information. Last year, she came on the show and she was critiquing and saying Rosie was was really really great to her in the room because some athletes could be dicks. You're not, evidently. Yeah, it sounds like it. I uh, I vaguely remember it actually. I'm surprised that she did. But when I see someone out of their element, I'll go pop a squat and say, "How you doing today?" And I guess that's what I did about 10, 12 years ago. I think James Baxter's hitting on me. You suit the clean shaven look, Nick. I appreciate that. T Max TV, Nick. You look like a teenager. I'll also welcome that because I'm 34. So, is that what it is? Because you looked different. I thought it was like your hair or something, but you clean shaved, hey? Yep. I got nice. the uh, Halloween costume coming up. I need to be clean shaven for that. Igor McJazz writes in something I've never heard if those eyebrows could speak. They are what they are. They are what they are. There's some canter pillars. I could use more eyebrow. Maybe you could give a little to me. Yeah, I could donate uh, to a lot of people, that's for sure. Brought to you by DoorDash. It's time for the appetizer. Thanks to DoorDash, you don't have to worry about cooking dinner or running to the store anymore. For a limited time, our listeners slash viewers can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code NATION25. That's NATION25, uppercase. Don't forget that on the NATION25. Please note the offer is currently only valid in Canada, subject to change. Terms apply and... Joseph Wall's got a nickname. Guess what, what it? it is. Guess the, what it is. The the wall? The brick. The brick. The brick wall. The brick. I like it, man. Dude, are we going to talk about him right now? Yeah, we are. Okay. I love this guy. He came on our show. We pumped his tires. Um, I, I think we boosted him. Just coming on Lease Morning Take was great for his exposure. I but think it's like the opposite out- of the nhl 2k cover that's the complete opposite yeah. or is that the madden cover it's the opposite anyway guys come on here and then flourish after we're the anti we're the anti jinx i just want to say people coming out the next day and like i got them on for a vesna trophy like that's all i'm seeing on social media today they took a flyer on joseph wall to win the vesna trophy i'm sorry great donation to the cause <clears throat> you did your best chain pinto but you, he ain't winning the Vesna trophy. It, it's yeah, no, it's yeah. tough, but good start. I, I love that, man. Like just the patience, the poise, same old, same for, for wall last night. Yeah, man. And I, I kept seeing over and over again. I mean, we saw it from Mike McKenna, who's part of nation network. Um, he was very close with them, a St. Louis native, both of them, both goaltenders. Uh, McKenna is very analytical, breaks it right down. Definitely puts his head right into anything that he says. And, he was adamant about, but this kid having all of the goods, you know, not yeah. just like a good up and comer, like all of the goods. Then, uh, like, was it not just Sturkin, but Ottinger last night? He's close with them too, and said this guy is like, just wait, like no one really knows this, but it's going to be his net here soon in Toronto. And everyone that talks about this guy, Clune, I think said something that this guy is got all of it, like between the ears and between the pipes. And yes, it's too early to get fired up. I'm not making any prediction past last night he could fall flat and lose his goal i don't care i'm saying what he's done up until now is just phenomenal to see there has been not a single hiccup of nerves or disjointedness or not sure if he's you know in the right place in this league nothing he is so poised and so calm and i've i kept saying that even last year before we even had wall in the conversation like when our goaltenders murray and Sammy were playing good. They were just poised and reactionary. And Wall is just that in spades, man. Like, I don't want to get too hyped up because I'm not saying he's going to win the Vesna for Christ's sake. I'm just saying from what I see, 
he is just so poised is the word. He's just so calm and net and just quickly turned. Like it could be a fast break or a shot from the point, a breakaway. It doesn't matter. He's just there big and just calmly makes a reaction to the play and turns it aside. And it's like, man, that instills so much confidence on the bench and on the ice for the rest of the team. When that guy's got nothing but poise, when a goaltender is spinning around his back's turned, he's flailing and flopping and scrambling back into play. It's just like, Jesus, every play looks like it could be in the back of the net. And it, that's that, that seeps into the rest of the, the rest of the team. And, and Wool's got the opposite effect of that, which looks good so far. I'm not saying anything crazy, but so far so good. I like it. And it's funny, play a position of that magnitude and to be quiet, it, you don't think that'd be a compliment, but that's exactly what I see in Joseph Wall. Like it's, it's unfair, obviously that he was compared, but we know why he was compared via Max Domi to Carey Price. But like you watch him play, you're like, I can see why somebody would make those parallels and those comparisons. I, he's just so chill in there. 94 saves in the last 96 and 979 save percentage. He had 31 saves last night. I thought particularly in the second period, he was strong. There was a bit of a lag, a drop-off for this team after the McCabe injury. Uh, in the second period, and third period even too, I, I thought they held on a bit. But that's how, that's how you win games, tough games on the road. That's a tough building to win in, and, and they got the job done last night. Yeah, I liked him, man. It started off kind of, you know, up for grabs. No one had a real hot start, but the Leafs took control. They scored that all-important first goal. And then after that, they just were kind of in cruise control controlling the play i think the second half of the second period the stars kind of made a little push fine and then the third period you know they had some adversity with being down to 5d and that's just how it looks man you're not scrambling you're not giving away you're not looking at each other going oh oh you know the leafs have been famous for doing that they get a lead and then they they give it away and everyone's looking at each other going how's what's going on who's going to stop this you know now they just are focused looking straight forward they know their job and they seem to be more in control, which is great. I mean, they didn't have that throughout their couple of losses, but geez, what are you going to say, right? They look solid. They look poised. Goaltending looks good. Their D's not as, uh, their D's not as up in the air as it was through a couple of those losses. And, you know, now that Jake McCabe's gone, they're going to have to, you know, face some adversity. Guys are going to have to step up. And I think that adversity can only create character. It's not the worst thing in the world, but they're going to have to uh, see what happens with this roster. It might be the end of Minton too. Yeah, all, all we saw yesterday and heard after the game was that it looked like a, a lower body injury and there was concern that McCabe might not be able to play against the Nashville Predators, the final five in a row on the road, needs imaging. But uh, it, it sounds like he seemed to be walking fine after the game. So, I mean, we can speculate all we want, maybe a groin issue, but I wouldn't chance it, um, especially the way this team played without him. Uh, a couple guys stepped up, obviously Morgan Riley and TJ Brody. But to elevate, I mean, maybe you can speak to that dealing with an injury in game to a teammate, how others have to elevate or you're going to lose the game. Yeah. It's almost, I didn't, I never minded it. Like as a defenseman or whatnot, it's like, okay, we're thrown into the fire here. You know, the, the uh, partnerships, the pairings are going to be mixed up. Uh, you're going to be shifted a lot more than you're used to. Uh, you're going to have to make smart changes. And it's almost like that Cora D goes into a little huddle and says, okay, guys, we got a job to do here. That's kind of extra. We're going to have to come together, get this thing done. Let's pay attention. Let's be in position. Let's uh, do our short shifts, smart changes. Let's get this job done. And you kind of go into your own little cocoon and just away you go. Um, and it, like I said, it can be good for you. You can you can build character off that. You can build confidence off that. And those guys are all going to get uh, in the rhythm when that thing happens. It's not a huge deal. You don't want it by any stretch. But I don't like the fact McCabe's gone. I want McCabe to be kind of that 
that solid back ender who's yeah that rock in the back end there that's what i want him to be he's got kind of a veteran presence i think he can play with a little bit of jam and stay back i know he was probably trying to do a little bit too much early in the season and jump up an offense a little bit i don't think they need that with this team they need him to be the rock back there so not not a great uh, loss by any stretch i don't like the fact he's going for imaging that tells me that something feel like it popped or tore really really tweaked but with a groin it's weird man because if it's a groin it doesn't matter if he's not limping you can walk around just fine but that that push and that pull back to center with your legs is just not happening if you got groin i've seen guys that can cruise around fine and they need groin surgery you know so Hopefully, fingers crossed, the imaging comes up positive, but it's it's tough to lose them. But at the same time, it's going to make the others grow a little bit, and we'll see what happens if uh, if he's out for any ordinary amount of time. Morgan Riley played 26-19 last yeah. night. I think he's been superb ever since the first round last year against Tampa. Like, Do you remember last year where this guy couldn't do anything? Like, I, I was so intrigued by the numbers that the fact that it, it took him 38 games last year and 36 to score his first, but 38 to score two. And now he has two goals in seven games. It's completely night and day. Obviously, something was hampering the guy. I don't know if it was confidence. That's probably on top of an injury because it looks like a different player. Again, he was great against Tampa. Remember that first round last year? Yeah, he really stood up in the playoffs, which is, you know, you can't can't fault him for that. You know, a a weaker regular season. Yeah. With a team like they have in the in the regular season, isn't really going to hurt them. But uh, you know, guys were on them, and the media was on them, and people were wondering like, what's going on with this guy? You're supposed to be better, and he stepped out in the playoffs and and did well, which kind of got overshadowed by the fact uh, of how they dropped it all to Florida. But he looks solid this year. He looks confident. Lots of those guys do. Nylander just looks like a man on a mission. Pretty Obviously, good. contract stuff going on, and you know, you hate to to think that. Some guys just turn it on at will when it's contract time. I'm not saying that he does that, but whatever the reason, he's on fire right now. These guys are looking at each other after some of these plays they make and just nodding like, yes, we do. Yeah. Like, it's it's a nice-looking thing, and Morgan Riley's part of that for sure. Yeah, it's like the old Kobe. When you're feeling it, you just nod. Nobody can stop you. Nylander and JT extended point streaks to seven games start the season. Both guys have been tremendous. Um, I know the chat, a lot of people are asking about your thoughts on Tyler Bertuzzi. Um, I know Sheldon Keefe after the game said it was the best game Bertuzzi's played thus far. I'm not sure how to measure and quantify like Bertuzzi's meaning to this team because I'm in the community where it's like they got this guy for the playoffs. So like outside of the craziness, like, I really don't care what he brings in 82. I want him healthy for game one of the Stanley Cup playoffs. But what would you make of his effort last night? Yeah, he was standing out more than he was. Um, got on the board, obviously, there. I I'd, uh, I like him as that depth piece. Like I can't say that I watched him a whole ton in the past. I know yeah. that he was an up-and-comer and has some jam. I'd like to see him play with even more jam without taking penalties. Uh, it's good to see him out there. You notice him a little bit. He's yeah, he's, I don't know if he was tired. This one shift stood out to me and I'm like, what the hell? Like, is he, is, is his skating not really up to snuff it's all not. that much? He's not a quick it's, skater. He's not, known not for really. Yeah. I was, I was paying attention, but he stayed out there. So it wasn't the end of his shift, but I was like, man, um, skating's not ideal. So you got to find ways to do it in other ways. And that's his physicality. Um, you know, just chipping in with that kind of, I don't know. Is he bottom six guy? I think like we got to spread that out and have some depth. He can yeah. just, regardless off that core four, he can be a, a big piece of it. I'd like to see Max Domi step up a little bit as well, but it's just nice to see guys finding their groove right now. 
Yeah, I agree. And I think in a perfect world, it's slotted the way it should be. I think Nye should be in the top six. I think Bertuzzi should be in the top six. I think Domi should be on the third line. And yeah. again, we've seen every line combination through seven games of this season. So it is what it is. But yeah, like I, I the, the thing about Bertuzzi, and I've watched a lot of his games in the past, people thought he's some physical guy. Yeah, he's a thicker frame, but he's not like physical, physical where he's finishing every check. And I understand it's a league where you can't do that or you're going to be injured every third game. But like, I thought he would be more physical than he has been. Maybe he's saving it for the playoffs. Yeah, I did too. I thought he was going to be kind of more in the face, distracting, kind of play, you know, a little bit of that Corey Perry style. Like Corey Perry's not running guys through the back of the boards, but he's kind of always in there stirring shit up. And I'd like Bertuzzi to do that a little bit. Maybe like you say, beginning of the season hasn't found a reason to do so yet, but we could use a little of that jam, a little of that, you know, throwing guys off of their game. And you mentioned Matthew Nyes. There is a shift there. How fast is he, man? He's so fast. I thought it might have been um, Gregory. He's fast, too. I love that. He puts on the Jets. That is definitely his strength. But I thought it was Gregory when uh, when uh, Nice put on the Jets and just flat out chased down an NHL demon and just stripped them. I was like, what was that? He's got Jets for days, man. That was nice to see. I, 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 you know, the expectations of this team yeah. starting to show a little bit. If they can find some consistency. Their back end looks like their goaltending could be all right. Still going to need Sammy down the stretch. No question about it, but uh, starting to shape up and and seeing guys step up and say, wow, this is looking like a a pretty solid hockey team right now. It is. And it's funny when you think about Nyes, you sort of forget that he's still really, really young. Right. And yesterday I thought was the good, the bad and the ugly, if you will, Uh, the giveaway that leads to the Dallas stars uh, goal. But then, like, comes back, keeps the puck in, and the power play leads to that Bertuzzi goal. Like, you're going to get mistakes, and I'm okay with that when a guy like yeah. Nice forechecks the way he does some of the stick lifts last night. He's very tenacious. You can tell he was skating with Austin Matthews this summer. I'll say that. Yeah, he's got that. Uh, he is tenacious for sure. That's college hockey right there. I mean, you, yeah. you don't play 82 games. You, when you're playing a game, you are buzzing. You are emptying the tank every night. And he's playing that style of hockey, which serves him well right now. Uh, he's got to do it for an, an extended period of time. I don't think he's played a long season uh, like an NHL schedule. I don't know if ever. So that'll be a little bit of an adjustment. But uh, uh, those little mistakes where where you're trying to make a play and, and it gets picked off and you make the mistake, that doesn't bother me at all. What bothers me is if, uh, you know, you go into a shell, you're not seeing the, the ice very well, your confidence looks low, you're staying to the outside, you're not very dynamic. That's what bothers me and that's not what Nice is doing at all. A little mistake that leads to a goal means nothing. He'll clean that up in two seconds. I'm with you on that front. Let's bring in today's guest, the one and only Jackie Redmond, back here on Leafs Morning Take. You're going to get the boost that we gave to Joseph Ball, we gave to Matthew Nice. How are you today? I'm so good. First of all, I'm just adjusting my little my little setup here because I feel like I need my my decor to be in in the shot here. But I, I I'm um, wearing my Taylor people. Swift 1989 blue. Um, you know, Happy Taylor Swift Day to all who celebrate. I've been listening to the album all morning. It's almost as good as the Leafs winning the hockey game last night. So. Nice. So her album just came out. Just to clarify, I just I'm not quite up to the pop. Listen, if you if you need help, Jay, I got you. We can we can set up a Taylor Swift session on the side. But uh, she re-released 1989 Taylor's version, so she now owns all of those songs again. But every time she re-releases an album, there's like Mm -hmm. tracks from the vault that have never been released Uh, from that time period. And let me tell you, this collection of vault tracks 
absolutely slaps. It's her best yeah. collection of vault tracks so far. She's not dumb. I've, been, I've been thinking of who to, to pull. She is not dumb. She is a brilliant marketing mastermind is what she is. You know, when you have, you know, when you see an artist that does something in an era, maybe 10 years ago or something, you're like, Oh, that was my favorite. And then you get new stuff from that era. People are just going to jump all over that. She's not dumb. She is not dumb, Jay. <laughs> I was uh, I was saying I was going to try to figure out who to pull my Travis Kelsey with. I, I need to make a friendship bracelet, put my number in it. I just can't figure out what celebrity I'm going to do that with. Yeah. Any suggestions? I don't know. But Travis, man, talk about a guy that hit the jackpot. I mean, I know he was he's established and very successful in his own right. But I mean, what are the odds that Taylor Swift would be like, actually, Sure. Let's let's meet up. Let's see if this if this works. But again, to Jay's point, she's not dumb. Mm. There you no. go. No. Onward to Maple Leaf talk, maybe? Let's do yes. it. <laughs> yeah. It's like taking over your show with Taylor Swift excitement. Uh, Tay has a tendency to do that. What are you thinking of the Leafs these days? You watched the uh the game last night seemed to be a pretty solid effort. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Of course I watched the game last night. I am. So I live in Nova Scotia now and I'm getting used to these start times. So like I heard people in the Eastern time zone complaining about the eight o'clock start. It was a nine o'clock start for me. I was like, what are we doing here? This is going to be tough. But no, I love the game. Uh, I mean, William Nylander, I just cannot get enough of this guy. I have always been such a big Willie Styles supporter. Um, but that friggin' play on the goal was unbelievable. And I had no idea that he's top 10 in Ozone Puck Battles 1 this year. They said that on the broadcast last night. And I'm like, wait, wait, isn't Nylander the guy that like never gets into the battles? <laughs> this is what we always say about him. Mm-hmm. Not this Not- year. Not on contract years, I guess. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, he's just, I mean, he's playing on a different planet. I, my my mind was wandering last night thinking about how can they sign Nylander and keep everybody intact? I just don't think they can. And then I looked at number 16. I'm like, oh, maybe it's Marner. Well, listen, if they if they could finally, you know, uh, reach the mountaintop and, and hit the True. very, very high expectations, I'll be down for whatever they got to do. Because if they win it all, then whatever. Hey, you must be fired up about uh, Joseph Wallstar, eh? <laughs> Wall stands tall. I won't call him Wall ever. It's not Wall for me. It's Wall. He is That's the brick right. wall, uh, as they say. I'm so excited. I am absolutely the type of fan that, not just of the Leafs, just in hockey in general, that gets excited even over small sample sizes. And I think we need to stop doing this thing where we're like, oh, don't, you can't be excited about that because it's only been a few games and he's only played so many games. Like, get out of here with this. Being a sports fan is supposed to be fun. If I want to be dramatic and be like, Joseph Wall's the best goalie the Leafs have had since Cujo, let me enjoy <laughs> that. Let me have that excitement. Let me be dramatic. I thought that's what being a sports fan was about. I'm over like this. You can't be excited about anything the Leafs do because they haven't won it all yet. I'm I'm just over that narrative and I think we need to throw it in the trash because it's it's a garbage take. So I don't if if you're on Twitter and you follow me and you see me get excited about a Nylander goal or an Austin Matthews hat trick or a Joseph Wall performance, I, I do not want to see in my mentions Yo, well, let's see what they do in April. Let's see what they do in the playoffs. So what? I'm just supposed to be miserable for 82 yeah. games. Agreed. Agreed. Bold statements are a-okay with Jack Hill. <laughs> uh, same thing on Twitter. I said something about Wool too. And people are like, are you kidding me? You know better than to get excited with this sample size. I'm like, I'm not talking about the future at all. I'm completely aware that things could go downhill or change at any point in time. But if you were to start back before he played an NHL game and say, okay, here's, I don't know, what has he played? Like 12 NHL games in his first 10. What do you want to see? And if that's the question, and then he shows us what it is, we can be completely elated about that because he's been fantastic. That's all you're saying. I can get excited about this sample size. Not saying anything about down the road, or you're not oblivious to the fact that it could go south at some point. You're allowed to be excited about what you see right in front of you. Silly Twitter. Yeah. Here's a tip. Like, we can be excited about right now, and if things go south, we can be miserable, miserable about it then. Why do we have to get, why do we have to have pre-misery? Like why, why do we have to like rid ourselves of happiness about things that are actually happening right now? So that's kind of my mindset this year of trying to just like enjoy the good things while they're happening instead of, you know, worrying about what's going to happen in five months. I will say I, I love you both because your optimism. Because I'm I'm the inter- eternal pessimist. I've always been that way, and Rosie right. always gets fired up because I'm like these fucking regular season games don't matter. But thank you very much, Jackie. I appreciate that. <laughs> they don't. Did, did they it work don't. a little bit? Are you feeling a little bit of positivity in those negative veins, or I try no, to level myself because I know the man. next game the Leafs might not show up, and that scares the hell out of me. I won't lie. You've been well. Hurt so many yeah, times. I mean, listen. All, all Leafs fans have a little bit of, you know, post-traumatic stress and and things that they have to deal with, scars that maybe they they haven't taken the time in the off season to properly heal <laughs> to prepare for a fresh start and a fresh slate. 
Um, but the only thing that matters is that, and Jay, like you could speak to this better than any of us, is all that matters is that the players in that room feel good about their season and feel good about their goalie and feel confident going out there every night. So what fan, what the fan base thinks, what the media thinks doesn't really matter. All that matters is that Joseph Wall believes in himself. The guys in front of him believe that he can be a starter at the NHL level and that they are not worried about old wounds and hopefully that they've healed. I don't know. We'll see. I'm very positive today. My biggest thing with this show is we're in an era right now that you're not going to get back. Like you're going to go through a rebuilding period. I don't know how long down the road it's going to be. So if you're not enjoying this right now, you're going to look back and say, Oh God, remember when we were good. Remember when everyone was, you know, excited about them. But all I did was knock them down and say, they're not good enough. And Oh, you just wait till April. And you do that long enough. I mean, that's palpable in the room. I remember playing for that team and we go on a little three game winning streak and it would be like, no, no, not good enough. Not happening. Sorry. (laughs) not the team and it's like jesus like can we just can you just judge us on our merit right now on how we're doing like yeah that's a great game hopefully they keep it going no no you gotta knock them down 24 7 and i promise you leafs fans if you love and follow this team which the people who say no you can't get too excited because i'm gonna get hurt again obviously they are fans of the team don't wish this time away folks because they're hot they're at the top of the the league they're one of the premier teams going right now and don't wish it away because it's not going to be here forever Wise words. Wise words. I, think so. I was just going to add too, like Jackie, you've worked in this market. You know this market. Rosie, you played for this team. There's just something about Joseph Wall and Matthew Nyes that makes me believe they can handle the pressure that comes with playing for the Maple Leafs. No? I, I, th- I'm, I think the jury is still out. I, I mean, yeah. Jay, you could speak way better to this having actually played in the market and dealt with the type of pressure that that comes with. But I just think until you're in it, until you are feeling the pressure mounting and things aren't going well and you have to dig yourself out of it, I think that's when you find out, you know, what you're made of and if you have the capacity mentally to deal with it. With Matthew Nyes, I'm I'm less concerned. I just think for goalies in general, it's just yeah. a harder go mentally, no matter who you are or where you play. So for Joseph Wall, and you know, we saw this, I'm not comparing the two to be clear for Twitter, but like, you, you know. When you're coming in and you know you're battling for a spot and you haven't really got a shot yet, you haven't got a chance necessarily to take over a net at the NHL level, that's a different um, place to be strategically in your mind than when you actually have the job and you're the guy and you're expected to carry the play down the stretch and then you know you're going to start every game in the first round and and you are the guy. It's It's one thing to get to the spot it's another thing to keep it. And I think in Toronto, we'll find out what Joseph Wall is made of because right now he looks like a guy that is dead set on being like, this is my, this is my net. I want to be the number one guy. And then we'll see how he handles that pressure uh, once it starts to mount. But I do think that it's, it's a different thing entirely when you're competing for the spot as opposed to when you actually have it. Yeah, for sure. There's some about these younger generation of players. I got plenty of knocks. To, to throw their way with the way they handle themselves, but some about them, they don't seem to adhere to the pressure as much as other people. They're, they're more like individualistic. They're used to being front and center, whether that's, whether that's social media or what it is, but they don't seem to be bothered as much as people in the past. If I mean, I, that's just what I feel like you see Nizy comes in. He's just like, yeah, whatever. I'm just going to go do my thing. And, and Wolsey's just like, yeah, I'm ready. I'm going to do my thing. And 
again, so far, they have shown no sign of having anything but that in their minds. And I think it's just with that generation, they're used to being on stage, they're used to being having lots of people look at them, they're used to being judged. And I think that comes from growing up with social media, maybe. But yeah, they, it's that's a good point. Solid. Yeah, so far, so good. They're, they're used to having people kind of comment on their games and being able to like, read what people are saying on whether it's online or even just on Instagram and Twitter and whatever's going on within their bubble of like growing up in high school and having everyone has an opinion on, on something or someone. So maybe, maybe there's something to that, like just from a, like a psychological standpoint, but how about Maddie knives? What an interesting roller coaster of a game for him last night. I don't care about any of the bad stuff because that play at the blue line was chef's kiss. So like I, I popped for that. I was out of my, I was out of my chair. Just like, did he just do that? I loved it. I loved it. That's me every time the second power play unit scores, right? Like you always think so in depthly and rightfully so about PP one, but every time PP two scores, I'm like, yes, this is fantastic. And since we're on that topic, like Tyler Bertuzzi, what is your read on some of the, the newer players on this team, like Domi and Bertuzzi and others? Well, I feel a lot better right now than I did probably about seven or eight days ago. Um, I, my whole thing with them and with, you know, the depth of the lineup in general is that I just hope that as the season progresses and as you know, things, cause we're, we're going to have a bad stretch of hockey. It is inevitable. It will happen at some point because of injuries or season fatigue or a tough road trip, like whatever it's going to happen. I just would really like to see Sheldon Keefe, show faith in his lineup and, and give some of these guys an opportunity to get comfortable, to play with the same teammates consistently and not be thrown around all over the place. Like I know that that's part of hockey. I know Sheldon Keefe is not the only head coach in the league to throw his lines in a blender or switch things up or change things around. But I do think particularly when you're dealing with a player like Matthew Nyes, who is new to the league, it's like, let them get some familiarity with their teammates. Obviously you have to figure out what works and who has the best chemistry and works the best together. But I just hope that as the season progresses, we get a little bit more stability in the lineup as the season gets deeper and deeper and closer to the playoffs. Like I'm sure Jay, every player maybe feels differently about this, but I just think in years past last year, specifically, it's like, going into the playoffs and I know the deadline had a lot to do with it. It was like, I don't even know like what our lines are and like who's playing with who. And like at one point, like who's playing center, like we don't, you know, like I just think that we need to have that kind of figured out. And I think it will benefit players like Bertuzzi, like Domi, like Matthew Nyes to kind of know their spot in the lineup and know what they're going to do. What do you think Jay? As a Yeah. Well, like you say, Every team's going to go through their highs and lows of a season. Every team in history has gone through little skids and little slumps where they don't have it. And one of the best things to do there is shake things up, right? You've been rolling with these lines. You hit a funk. It's kind of become old hat. Uh, okay, we're, we're, we're not feeling it like we were a few weeks ago. Let's mix it up here, and I'm going to throw this guy with this guy. I'm going to move this guy to the wing, and we're going we're gonna to mix it up and kind of reinvigor. Everyone's going to kind of pull out of this, this rut that we're in. If you're doing that all season long, what do you have left to change when things aren't going well to give it a, a good look, right? Nothing, because I, it's just, I'm all for having everyone be able to play with everyone and having different looks. But, man, with Sheldon Keefe, it's just too much, in my opinion, 
these guys don't have any time or chance or opportunity to get used to each other, to get the chemistry going. And when things go badly, what are you going to change if you've been throwing them in the blender all year long? Anyway, you're kind of sitting here going, I don't really know what to do because we're doing the same thing. We can't change anything because all we do is change things. So I let them cook. Let them cook. (laughs) We've been saying that for a while. We we're not too happy with it, especially last year. Like you said, coming out of the two weeks before playoffs, we're still mixing them up like crazy. It's like, dude, are you going to get some solidarity in that lineup and have these guys know what's going to happen here? Certainty. I think that's the word we're looking for to wrap Jackie. I'm going to ask you a non-hockey question because you know, I'm a big time fan of wrestling and I think it's amazing to see you on camera every Monday, Monday night raw. So you're the backstage interviewer, one of them for Monday Night Raw. Has has anybody broken you or started to break you when you're doing your interviews? Because you're not acting to your resume, right? Um, yeah, I'm an actress now. I don't know if you guys know that, but um, <laughs> it's not a big deal. Um, yes, I'm trying. So my brain is a little bit mush right now because I've been traveling all over the place. But um, recently, I had a segment backstage where oh, it was with it was with Jay Uso and Cody Rhodes and. I don't know if you guys saw their press conference after the last PLE, but it was unbelievable. Jay had clearly had some um, fun juice after his match and was feeling really good. And it was like a crazy dynamic. Even if you're not a wrestling fan, like I, I urge you to just go YouTube that and take a look at that press conference. It's very funny. And I had to interview the two of them a week later on Monday Night Raw. And I mean, anytime Jay Uso is like in your face saying yeet, and yeah. like asking you how you feel it's it's very hard not to start laughing the good news is is that you know we like jay uso we like main event jay uso he's he's a good guy right now he's not always a good guy but he's a good guy right now so you're allowed to kind of have fun uh with jay uso in those moments but yeah i was like hey jackie remember like you can't just like start laughing in the middle of this, but it's honestly been so much fun. I absolutely yeah. love it. And I'm, I'm actually getting ready to go to Saudi Arabia. Um, wow. Jeez, girl. Yeah. Ron with Jewel. WWE. Yeah. I'm going to do the heritage classic this weekend, which I can't, I mean the Oilers. Oh my God. Uh, that is, I hope you guys are covering that on the show. I know it's a leap show. Fire. Holy moly. Both of them, the Oilers and the flames are just a disaster. Um, so I'm going to do the heritage classic Monday night, raw on Monday in uh, North Carolina, I think. And then I'm off to Saudi for, for four days. So, um, yeah, I, I see, uh, in, in the chat, I'm kind of breaking down the fourth wall here, but, uh, your producer, Aaron, just pain. Is he an Oilers fan or a Flames fan? Big time. Alberta's on fire in general. Yeah. Well, the best news out of Alberta is that Connor McDavid is not ruled out for Sunday's heritage classic. Apparently Mm, let's be honest. Uh, Jay has no faith. Let's I be honest. Say this, but my theory is that they're trying to sell tickets. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, it's not. It's it's not a bad theory, but uh, they they might they need him. I mean, fifty percent McDavid might be mm, better, better than what we saw last night. True that. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Well, Jackie, this is always fun catching up with you. Uh, continue the great work with the NHL, TNT, WWE. You're doing a billion things and smashing it. Appreciate your time today, my friend. Thanks for having me on. Call me anytime, boys. Sounds Thanks, good. Jacqueline. Taylor Swift, 1989. Taylor's version. Stream it everywhere. Okay, bye. <laughs> no, I want the cooties for that. See ya. <laughs> they t- I don't know today's Taylor Swift day. Like, if you're Travis Kelsey, how do you commemorate Taylor Swift day? Like, you lighting candles and flowers and all that shit, or what? I know what you do, but uh, anyway, <laughs> you can't I was it on at this a- show. 
I was at a Tay Tay concert and uh, I was off. There was like a tea like um, stage and she was off on the one wing. It was a quiet song and everyone was sitting down listening and she kind of came off like right to where we were. And I just jumped up like an idiot and went, Tay Tay! And then she looked right in my direction and did this. And it was like we were soulmates for a split second. My wife was like, wow. sit down, idiot. And uh, so we have that going on. You think she had any clue that you played professional hockey? Oh, she could tell big time. I was yeah. wearing my I was wearing my jersey and everything else, and just being like, you probably wore your thirty eight <laughs> Rosehill jersey there. <laughs> yeah, you're like, hey, yeah. look at me, I played in the show. Hot seller that one. But uh, I love that you're a Taylor Swift guy. I am too, actually. I actually respect her, man. She's, I mean, she's the talk of the town and in, in life right now. And Travis Kelsey's probably the luckiest dude on earth. He's now the richest dude. He's inherited the money, obviously, but like. What she no. deals with on a daily basis, the 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 music she comes up with, man, it's pretty damn impressive. Where we're stands, she's talented as hell. She's got uh, you know her most beloved songs or whatever. Not necessarily my favorite, but you go into some yeah. of the the piano songs and the ballads, I guess you'd call. It. I don't know. She's phenomenal, man. Her acoustic stuff, I like yeah. it. She's she's very talented. If you don't like her, you're just uh, you're just being a hater. Yeah, we got to fly through this quickly. The Wendy's Daily Face-Off Survivor Pool is coming soon. Uh, it's a season-long NHL fantasy game sponsored by Wendy's. Everything will run through dailyfaceoff.com, so create a username and password. Be able to play along just like that. It's a Monday to Saturday Survivor contest where users will be able to make their selection each day in advance accordingly. So quickly, I want to tee up the Leafs and Predators. Um, Ilya Samsonov getting the call. Your thoughts? Ilya, this is what I wanted. I predicted it yesterday, didn't I? You so did? let's go with Wolsey against Dallas. He's running the hot hand and then bring in Sammy against Nashville. Hopefully you can get him a win. And then everyone's on the bird heading back to the big smoke with big smiles on their face. So far it is lining up perfectly, but I like it. This is a smart play by Keith in my opinion. And I hope it works out for him, man. We need him. We need him feeling good. Whether it's walls net or not, doesn't matter to me. They can switch hit at 50, 50. I don't care. We just need Sammy to get, uh, to get back on his feet because it sucks. I imagine being a goaltender riding a loss, riding a yank where you don't get a chance to redeem yourself. Unfortunately. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's the case. We, they need both guys, right? I know walls a great story right now, but Ilya Samsonov, I think this is a big key for this team over the next couple of weeks, get Samsonov going at least in time for uh, the Euro trip. Of course, they're going off to Sweden in a couple of weeks time. And I want to see both guys play uh, in those two games for the Maple Leafs. So certainly I'm with you on that front, wrapping up a five game, Road trip to three one and zero. Unfortunately, no new, no Luke Shen. Right, he was uh, banged up a couple of weeks ago, needed surgery. But Ryan O'Reilly is the number one center of the Preds. You like his wife? <laughs> like lots of guys' wives, apparently. Ah, um, uh, yeah, man. It's uh, That's the well, first time I got you on this show. Eh? You didn't know what to say. <laughs> She's stunning. I'm sorry. But um, yeah, the human racer won't be there. That's too bad. We uh, it's, it's probably for the best. I don't need him getting seven hits against our Maple Leafs. So that's all right. But yeah, Ryan O'Reilly, a little, little redemption there. I just, it is what it is. That team's looking for a win. You know, it can't be one of those sleeper games. It's the, it's at the end of a road trip. Don't count yourself short. Help Sammy out. Play as good as you can in front of him because that guy, you know, could get that. Uh, it's not a monkey on his back, but like I said, wants to wants to leave that road trip and get on the bird with a uh, with a win. We've done over like 250 shows together. That's the first time I cracked you. We just talked about that with Jackie and backstage interviewing and raw. You you were speechless there. Always speechless. <laughs> no, you always got something to say. Anyways, it's time for the generous guy or gal. Generosity lives in the small things. Crown Royal, crown everything. I'm going to go first. My generous guy 
is Pete DeBoer for starting your boy Scott Wedgwood last night when he had Jake Ottinger wearing a ball cap on the bench. This is one of the best goaltenders on the planet. He played with Joseph Wool, so it's a pretty easy one for me. How about you? Yeah, that's nice. Uh, I'm going with my brother. He works in the cattle oh. industry, and they were up last night until about 4 o'clock in the morning sorting cattle so that people like me and you can get some of that beef in our bellies. So good out to the people in the ag business out there that are keeping the food on our plates. Always love your brother because we were in the alumni suite last yeah. year, and he was trying to chat up Wendell Clark for us. And, well, Wendell's like, fuck you. I'm not going on the show. So. Yeah, he won't come on the show, but him and my brother were just talking pickup trucks and cattle yeah. all night. I'm like, Jesus, there's a game on you, dog. You can do that at home all day. And he's like, it's Wendell Clark, dude. I was like, fair, fair. There you have it. Our generous guys brought to you by Crown World. The Botano wrap-up is presented by Botano.ca. The game starts now. 19 plus, please play responsibly. Got one play for the Leafs game tomorrow night. Leafs in regulation in Nashville. I think Sammy's going to step up. Tonight's card, I got Buffalo, New Jersey over. And uh, give me the Oilers in the Heritage Classic, because as we mentioned time and time again, one team needs to win the Heritage Classic on Sunday. It's going to be the Oilers or it's going to be the Flames, Rosie. It'll either be a 0-0 shootout win or an 8-8 shootout win. We'll see what happens out there. But you picked the the dirty spoilers. That's interesting. Speaking of Batano last night, I... I chose before I picked before the game, a three, one Leafs win. And, and they then you pulled texted me about it. Three minutes left. They pull their goaltender. Me and my kid were watching there just every, every empty net chance. No, which I'm not used to cheering against the Leafs, but that was funny. And of course, Johnny T with 10 seconds left spoils the party. But I, uh, I did jinx it by texting you, didn't I? Yeah, you did. You, you texted me. You said, Hey, I, I took a three, one score. And I'm like, dude, there's three minutes left and Dallas pulled their goalie. Like you're not getting this. And Bumble, like <laughs> 10 did- seconds later. At the time, there was like a minute left. I was thinking it could happen, but I just wanted you to Well, with you me. failed miserably, and uh, we somehow made it through, what, four weeks now, Leafs some morning take. We're a month into season two, Rosie. We're still on the air, so that's good news. Yeah, so far, so good. We haven't got the hook or got canceled or had zero viewership for uh, Positive. weeks on end. Yeah, so far, so good. That's all we could hope for, a couple of donkeys like us. We're the winningest team right now on the Nation Network, and it feels damn good about life. So, Rosie, we'll reconvene coming up on Tuesday. I know you're off on Monday. Carter Hutton's going to be in, and uh, we're going to preview the Kings-Leafs game coming up on Tuesday, but Hudson and I will have the uh, review of the game this weekend against one of Hudson's former team in, in the Predators. Can't wait to see Ryan O'Reilly out there. Decent. Sounds good, man. We will talk to you then. There you have it. Jay Rosedale. I'm Nick Alberga. Many thanks to everybody in the chat. You were fantastic. Uh, At the Leafs Nation 401, where you can subscribe on YouTube. Just search Leafs Morning Take wherever you find your podcast as well. Many thanks to Jackie Redmond, producer Aaron Bordado. Just stick with it, buddy. The winds are coming. The winds are coming. We'll talk on Monday. Take care. Thank you for watching Leafs Morning Take. Hit the subscribe button to never miss a show. And for more, visit theleafsnation.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 